0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft. This is episode number 134, and I'm joined here by a very special guest. He is wrestling's richest prize. He is the all-father. He is the current reigning and defending recombination wrestling and Warriors of Wrestling heavyweight champion, Mr. Darius Carter. Good evening, sir. How's it going?
1: Got to waft that in. Waft in that success let it enter your bloodstream and improve your life as a human being it's great to be here the all father wrestling's richest prize mr darius carter It was it was bound to happen so i'm glad that we made it work on this day
0: no definitely so this has been one like i've said and it's, it's no lie an episode i've been wanting to make happen for a while now this is one where especially with the name of the podcast and the question i'm about to ask you in a few it just it, it defines definitely who you are as well. So let's get right into it. You heard the name of the podcast it's called Respect the Craft. So for Darius Carter when you hear that term, the craft, what does that mean to you?
1: Oh, it's respecting the ropes, respecting the ring, respecting the canvas. And I mean respecting it. I mean cutting your teeth on it. You know, you have to bleed on it before you can make someone else bleed and and you know, I'm not one I'm not going to say that it's a it's a lost cause because there's definitely some really talented and bright young talent these days that that I see. So it's certainly not lost, uh, but it has diminished over the years. Uh, that that mindset and that respect for the ring, that's what I mean. It's not just about, you know, hitting moves and, and running the ropes. It's about understanding every time you hit that mat, what you're, what's under that ring, you know. It's knowing what, the feel of those ropes, that turnbuckle. It's that, that mat really is special. There's nothing like it. And it's not just something for you to play with. It's not just for something you, for you to trample on. It's not for something, it's not something for you to make a a quick little hobby of to make a quick dollar. You know, to me, this is a livelihood. This is a, a way of life. And it's, it's so dear to me. And uh, I'm not going to diminish that for anybody. Gotcha. No. And again, that's,
0: that's the reason why I was like, I can't wait to hear his answer because I know this is one of those where it, you see it in your style in the ring. You see it in every match you do. You have that true love and respect for this craft that we're a part of here. Like it, it just showcases every time.
1: I'm glad that it's seen. It's it's important that it's seen because that's what I'm there for. Every yeah. every everything. One of the greatest compliments I, I I ever hear is me having no wasted motion, uh, and that's. That's difficult because it's very easy to kind of have some dead time. You're going to pick a guy up or you're whipping a guy, uh, you know, lethargically, something where you're you're just disengaged for a moment to get to the next thing. You know, for me, it's always about staying engaged. Every single moment counts. You know, you you can't take your eyes off because you don't know what I'm going to do next uh and and not in a sense of a high flying move or what have you but in terms of oh wow is he gonna stomp a hand is he gonna stomp a finger is he about to? what is he what is this man thinking you know and and that's that's the the best the wrestling i grew up loving so that's what i always wanted to emulate
0: gotcha no and it definitely is methodical in there when you're in that you're picking everything makes sense it adds that story in the ring that you're telling and i have to ask for you what what was it that got you into want to do that as a performer? What was it that made you think, you know what? Everything I do in there it has to calculate, it has to add up to that it tells this perfect story in the ring.
1: Right. And it's certainly not how you start. I mean, it, you if you start like that, you're like Nostradamus. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> uh, you just don't start like that because you yeah. have so much that you want to do and so much that you want to show off. You know, I was certainly one of those people that was good early, I feel. And it was like, well, I want to show it off and do this and do that, but you're only as good as the, the, the talent that you've harnessed. You have, it has to be harnessed. It can't be all over the place. It can't be chaotic. Um, and that's been the best part of my career. I feel is harnessing that talent. You can only, you can continue to funnel it. The funnel doesn't have a limit. You can get so finite to the, to the T, uh, with yourself in that ring. And that's what I live to do. Um, so I, I, uh, you start off you you're seeing your matches you're realizing you're doing maybe more than you need to do uh and then you're like well how you're, you know how does this make sense to who i am do i need to do this i don't need to do this what worked best in the match and then you just naturally start cutting things down and things just make more sense uh that it just happens over time i don't know if that's a particular point where you just learn it i think it's just something you gradually start to see your work and you're like okay you're looking yourself back you're like i can i don't have to you know, to do every, I don't have to do all of that. Yeah,
0: it comes it comes with that adaptation of it. And it's it's evolving not only who you are in the ring, but also just evolving from learning and f- from those uh, miles out there.
1: And that's how you stay injury-free. I mean, knock yep. on wood for, I guess we're going to say about 14 years now, coming 13 years really, I'm not in the 14th yet, but um, I haven't been hurt. I haven't been injured, I should say um and this is consistently wrestling i never stopped wrestling never had an off period so knock on wood so it's like i think that's a lot of that is not is is learning the basics and and the fundamentals and honing in on that so that i always knew how to protect myself and to take care of myself in the worst types of situations uh and and i'm not saying others haven't you know the 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 best get hurt it is what it is i'm just saying that it's something that I focused on and always kept the mindset towards my entire career. And so far it's paid off. So we'll see. <laughs>
0: that's interesting. Make me think like, wow, that is, that's a long time. To, again, especially in the business that we're in that it's, it's usually seen again, even the best you see, just something uh, happens, but Hey, knock on wood there. Thankfully it's, it it, uh, it hasn't got to there, but here we go. We got our good buddies, Wes and Kyle in the chat, sending much love. Thank you guys for watching here. But now let's let's start talking a little bit about something that just happened recently. You got to go all the way to California. It was part of WrestleMania week there. You got to defend that championship we were talking about earlier, that Brie Combination Heavyweight Championship on your second reign here. So can you talk to us a little bit about this, getting to defend not only your first defense all the way in California for VXS, but also against Belgium's own MBM here.
1: That's right, and that was... Uh... That was uh, May 29th. That was the day I landed because I landed in the morning (laughs) and it, it, and it it was, it was ready to go. It was, it was was tremendous. And for that to to fall into place the way that it did for me to be facing a wrestler from Belgium, uh, you know, in my first world championship defense in California. And it's an, you know, and the championship is New York based, New Jersey based. So, that's exposure from all across the board. That's that's being put on multiple radars uh, and people that had never seen me before. So it was, it was a great time. I actually did get a, 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 who are you? And I think that was more in response to the way that I was portraying myself and the way that they saw me as this, you know, so I come in there and I'm telling them I'm this champion, I'm a real world's champ and they're, and they're flinging it at me. And then I tell them, and, I, and I'm waiting. I'm glad that they said that. I was I, I love that. I love that. Some people, you know, they fold and they get. Oh, my goodness. It's like I love that. I was like, oh, let me tell you who I am. I'm The all father of wrestling's richest prize. And I'm one of the top 150 professional wrestlers in the world, according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And, and that just aired everybody out. And I say, see, so don't you know what I mean? Like, don't don't step to me. You know, I'll put you down. And I love that. That's the thrill of it. It's that's the fun in wrestling for me. A lot of people find it in different ways and doing these spots and these hijinks and things like that. For me, it's that engagement. It's uh, I I, I understand myself to the inside and out to the T. And I understand people better than they understand themselves. So that relationship, that interpersonal relationship to me is untouchable. It's 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 unparalleled. Uh, So. That's always going to be there. That's always going to be present in, in who I am.
0: Gotcha. No, and I would imagine this definitely not being the first time you've had to set you have to step into a unknown almost area for you. Because you have been a champion outside of the country. You were able to win the LDN championship a while back then to travel all the way to the UK for that. So those elements of hey, they might have not known who Darius Carter was walking in, but they definitely know who you are now walking out.
1: Absolutely. And there were people there that knew who I was. It's not like there there weren't. It's just yeah. you could tell that there was a, a, a good chunk of people that that was the first time. And I love that. You know what I mean? I, again, I, I, lo- I love to wrestle in front of new crowds. I know that some people like to see the same people and over, over and over again. And of course, that's beneficial. That's great business. And I do want to see repeat faces there because I want you to be uh, uh, caught up with what we're telling you. I want you to be caught up with what we're doing out in the ring. However, it's critical that we have new fans. It's critical that there are new people there every month that can get caught onto it so that the crowd is growing, whether it's by 10, by 20, by 30. And that mindset, I think people, again, they get comfortable with crowds and you can't do that. Uh, but that that that's what this is all about, you know? And, and, and I want to go out there. I want to travel all over the world in front of people that don't know who I am. And by the end of that that match, when that bell rings, Every single person there was like, "Who's that guy?" Like, I, they know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look him up. Let yeah. me, you know, uh, you know what I mean. Darius Carter, Darius Carter, DC.
0: Now, now the name sticks. Now it adds more to it. Here we go. We have our the good brother Willa Coltrane in the chat saying, "Darius Carter equals the goat." I am That's the goat. Here you go. Clever right? analysis. But yeah. now let's. Let's talk about this because we're talking about getting that name out there and the people knowing the name Darius Carter. This next matchup I want to touch on just a little bit. This has now led to just – it's gone viral now. From For the Culture itself, GCW's prominent event over the week as well, you got to be a part of that matchup there where you hit Faye Jackson with a pile driver that's now being seen, I, I want to say, in the millions by now because it's gone everywhere. So talk to us about that and getting into. I, I would imagine now put an end to this feud between you and Faye as well.
1: Got to give myself that right there because I deserve it. I, I I do. I have to give myself that. And you call it a feud if you will. And it's funny how Faye got involved in it because it was really myself and Billy where it, it all
0: uh, it stemmed was, from. It yeah.
1: started. Yeah. You know, some three years ago. Faye was there too, and Faye actually had cost me that match, that initial match between me and Billy, and I never forgot it. Um, so that's what Cassandra Cup Two was about last year when I, you know, pillmanized her and, and stomped the chair into her throat. You know, uh, fan charges the ring, girl, little girl is crying. The crowd was absolutely Japan silent. Just it was it was stupendous. It's everything you can ask for because that's the next level beyond those boos. Is that That eerie, that, like, uncomfortable, just distant, cold sadness. And that is just a great thing. So (laughs) that was there. And there's Faye Jackson laying there and Billy saying I quit over and over again and me winning and retaining the grand prize championship. Paris is bumping. Uh, So me and Faye, then we had our – we just – yeah, I just made my debut over in uh, D.C. against Faye. So that was another tremendous thing with uh, uh, Bramatica Brum- uh, and main event. Whatever happened in the main event happened. I remembered it for the culture. She comes out with the Kill Bill stick, which is cute. Uh, Scissors got the song. It's cute. I get it. Uh, but you get dropped on your head, Faye, because you won't stay away. Right. I keep telling her that Playboy is a is, is absolutely Astounding. It's great to have on your resume. It's a classy product. Please stick to playboy and to helping black talent in the locker rooms, you know, get ahead and and, and move the culture forward in that respect. Wrestling is not something that I need her to be in. It's not a role that I need her to take. Uh, It's a position that you're taking from me and it's a, it's you're, you're, you're around me and I need championships and you're in my face Uh, So that's why I have to pile drive Faye. That's why I have to kick Faye in the face every time that I see her, uh, because she needs to know her place respectfully. And and that's where that is not uh, always against me in the ring. Uh, And I will pile drive her. I will stomp her face in. I will educate her. And Billy can sit there and keep trying to uh, rebook it. And she will retire for good uh, at my hand if that's what he wants. So that's the warning right there. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, hopefully, Faye Jackson is listening because, again, this, this call Driver just, it's, it, it's ringing now. It's gone everywhere. It, it's been retweeted. It's been TikToks. It's been everything. So hopefully, Faye's listening here.
1: Of course, but. she's listening. And then I know there's this, again, people are making these little pervert, perverted connotations and they're, uh, You know, uh, making comparisons and this and that, and that's fine. Take it as you will. I want the numbers up there. You know, do as as you're going to do, but also understand ultimately what is happening. The real story here is me dropping this woman. On her head because she needs to understand her role in the game, according to Darius Carter. I'm here to move the culture forward. The culture needs real leadership, not this uh, second hand uh, bureaucracy, this black bureaucracy that the culture has become with nobody championing it. Nobody wants to step up. Everybody wants to just acquiesce to the status quo. You know, so they don't want to lead. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm going to bring us to the promised land. I'm going to bring the culture to the promised land. I'm going to do that at Black WrestleFest 2, which is coming up. But again, i just announced today, by the way. But these are things that I'm doing, not for myself, but for the betterment of the business and for the improvement of the culture. That's the type of man that's, I am.
0: No, I definitely hear you there. And I was actually, I was I was hoping that the graphic would post up now. But for some reason, it's still loading in. So just one second. because. That was announced today, and I was going to ask you about the tweet you said about wanting to do that, wanting to do this for the culture there and be the, the right thing to push it along here. So would you say you're on a little bit of a uh, a crusade to empower the culture here? <laughs> just, just to use a term I know you know very well.
1: Listen, I mean, that's never left me. Yeah. You know, since the crusade, since I started that in 2013 after beating Johnny Miyagi, to a pulp, which anybody who's really a, a, an old-school wrestling fan or who knows their indies and, and traditional beyond, that match is a staple. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, it wasn't meant to be anything, and it turned out to be legendary. No. Uh, so, so I beat this man, this boy, this this in, this intergalactic creature, this uh, extraterrestrial being. I beat him from pillar to post. And I just lean in and I have my knee on his neck. I'll never forget this. This is 2013. And I was like, I'm on a crusade for change. I'm going to, you know, start bringing difference to the business. And this is before everybody was saying change and all this stuff. A Crusade is one of the most imitated stables. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, It's just been, you you try to take the meaning of it and you don't understand it. And that's why it doesn't work when you steal it. That's the thing. Like you can take a recipe, but if you don't deliver it with, That love, that cadence, and that understanding, it's not going to taste the same. And the crusade, man, it's it's something, there it is, there it is, look at that. And and, and it's never left me. And that's why I carry that mask everywhere. You know, the crusade never died, it's not dead, it lives on in me and in the people that are still connected to it. Yeah. Uh, So, for me, this is a lifelong mission. This wasn't a, a, a gimmick. This wasn't yeah. something to get me to the next character or something like that. This was who I am. This is what I believe. I've believed that wrestling needs to change. I do believe that wrestling needs to genuinely uh, proceed and progress to the next step. There's a lot of people that are saying that it is. There's a lot of people pretending like things are happening that, but it's not. Change is in the roots. It's not something you wear. It's not something you can just snap overnight. It's it's, it's rooted and it has to branch out. And the the problem is there's not enough care to get to the roots these days. Everyone wants to they want the flash. They want to appease you quickly and hope you keep coming back with with flashes. They're not getting the roots, the core of of wrestling that that needs to be improved, the things that have needed to be improved for so long that will allow this business to really prosper. And that's what I'm here to do. I will be there when that happens. I will be one of the people that you will thank at the end of it all. And I have been there this entire time. In plain sight. You're looking to the next guy to save you, but I'm that person and I've been here this whole time. I'm going to save, not you, but I'm going to save the sport. I'm going to save the profession. Okay. I'm going to do my part in making professional wrestling last in the future and excel to a new level. And that's all I, That's all there is to it. That's commitment.
0: No. no, and again, the group, It's even though it has been so many years and it's insane to think that that's now going on 10 years that this group formed or the idea of what the group uh, embraced was. And it's insane to see that it's still something that holds true to you. It holds true to the likes of Anthony Gangone, to TJ Marconi. And I have to ask you, what is your thoughts seeing the paths that all three of you guys have gone in, where you guys have all held countless world championships, have gone in so many different paths, but still it feels like you guys are always connected somehow, both you and Anthony Gangone holding Brie Combination Wrestling Gold I've still faced countless of times you and TJ Marconi as well. Uh, how do you guys how do you feel about that? The path that you three have taken.
1: So, the evidence of a truly successful, stable, or union is seeing the success of everybody uh afterwards. Yeah. And and for, for the crusade, uh, everybody benefited, everybody won. And that's what it was all about. There were times where I was approached and it was like, Oh, you can do your own thing, and it's like, I am doing my own. You know, the crusade is my thing. They didn't understand that. Like, I'm still can, uh, uh, singles, or you could put me, but I have a group. I have a, a stable, of family that deserves, you know, attention in their own right. Uh, and, and that's what I always spotlighted and championed. And seeing Gang grow, when he first came into the group, he was still teaming with Mark Quinn as a tag team on and off. Um, and, he, and he, you know, he was, he was. Doing his thing, but he wasn't the gang on uh, of today by any stretch of the imagination in terms of what he's shown you, the persona. The wrestler, he's always been uh, a fantastic wrestler. That was, of course, the first thing you notice. Uh, you know, inside the ring, pillar to post. And he does respect the mat. He does respect the craft. So Gangone is somebody that caught my eye in that respect. But to look at the metamorphosis of Anthony over the years, you can't say that the crusade wasn't a direct effect on that. And he'll tell you himself how, how much the crusade helped him blossom as a performer and as a person. Same thing with TJ. You Know TJ was doing, you know, the pretty boy. Uh, he was we were doing the you know, the Lady Gaga, and that was fun and it was cute and it was a cute little run. The lifestyles of the rich and famous, there it is, right? So, we all remember it, or anybody that's you know, really counted the time over yeah. the years, they know. Um, and that evolution, TJ, you know, he went from being you know comedy focused and and having that as so much of his his deal to to, all right man here's here's a big guy like don't forget that i'm that i'm near seven feet tall and i'm 300 pounds and if i don't want to have fun i'm going to toss you across the ring if i don't want to dance today i'm going to kick you in your mouth and that's what i was always trying to remind him of and keep that 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 element to him, and he's grown into his own person. He went over and was conquering the south side of Jersey, so good on him with all those titles. That's what I mean. The crusade, everyone benefited. The Minutemen, they changed their their entire look, their presentation. They were some of the most fun people to work with uh, in terms of of delicious (laughs) Devin and terrific Tommy, that evolution, to Devin Blaze and Tommy Trainwreck, man. Come on, that War Games match, you know, you, you, that, that match from the real thing, beyond wrestling, the real thing, 2015, that match will hold the test of time. Samoa Joe and Chris Dickinson were right on before that, and nobody left. And I watched to see if people were going to leave, and everyone stuck around seeing that cage go up with with – you know, uh, genuinely local talent or whatever you want to call us. And we came, we went in there and delivered everything we had. And that was a performance of a lifetime. And Devin and Tommy were part of that. The crusade will never die. The crusade is always a part of me. That mask, the Guy Fawkes mask representing the ideals of a greater world, of a better business. That's something that stuck with me. And I think that's why people resonate so well with me is my message has, been consistent and only evolved over time. They're never lost on me. They're not under. They're not curious as to or confused as to what my message is. What does yeah. Darius mean? They know I'm direct. I tell you what it is. You don't have to like it. It's not my business for you to like it, but it is my business for you to understand because I'm building the future in front of your face.
0: That and that was always the interesting thing for me because even back in the day, getting to watch you guys while the crusade was on that. Hate. And it's a group where you're, you it's, it's, it's a healer stable. You're not supposed to really want to like what you guys are saying, but it just kept drawing me in. You, you would see me with the mask on. I would wear it, especially at Farborough shows when I would see you guys. And it's always that it was just stuck with me that it's like, you guys are are truly telling the story. The promos were un- unbelievable. The in-ring work. It was just something like, it, it's hard not to like the Crusade. And then years later, seeing it's like. Yeah, I, now I get why all these years it was just something that stuck.
1: That's the yeah. best point. It's all supposed to culminate. Uh, and it doesn't particularly mean end. It just means culminate. It's supposed no, of to, course, of course. You know what I mean? It's supposed to reach a, a point where you understand and realize what it's been the entire time. You may not have fully got it at the beginning because it's like, all right. This is a group. They're renegades. Is this like the NWO? But then you realize that there's something deeper. It's it, it, there is a real reason. It's not aimless chaos. It's not destruction for the sake of destruction. It wasn't wanting to destroy Beyond just to destroy Beyond. It was about rebuilding it. It was about making it taking those elements of what Beyond came up on. Those. Beliefs that made me fall in love with Beyond as a promotion. I love Beyond Wrestling as a promotion. If it was a woman, I'd have married her. That's how much I cared about Beyond Wrestling and Crusade. The Crusade for Change kept those elements, and that's why people were like, "Wow, you know, these guys are these guys aren't. It's not just like beating people up and and spray painting or like beating, leaving your logo or like draping a flag over people. It's like, no, there's a message here that I, I can understand." Because it, it makes sense, so that's what it's always been about. Everything I do, again, it goes back to making every motion matter. I'm not going to present something if it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to put out a book with a chapter that's skippable. That's never been my way. I'm not going to. You're not going to. You 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 can't press the fast forward button on Darius Carter. You, you're only pressing rewind to try and get. You missed something. We're trying, oh yeah, we are
0: trying to get How it back. <laughs>
1: You, ever, you wish you had a remote control watching me wrestle so you could go, wait a minute,
0: whoa. So so with that same sentiment, may I ask then, is there a chapter where we could see a possible reunion, if you will, of at least you three as a crusade?
1: Why wouldn't there be? I mean, it's it's all about the the, the timing and the setting. You know, this can't just happen anywhere. This can't just happen... You know, at, at, at some random place, it has to make sense and culminate because it's a big moment, not just not talking about just for, for OK, the crowd and the people and everything like that. But for us, yeah. uh, for us to reunite is, is huge, because if we're going to do this thing that we're going to do this thing, like how we did in 2016, where we took on fours and fives, you know, droves of people. We would take on four opponents. We take five opponents. We were doing that all year from all across the world, teams from Canada, you know, teams from from uh, different schools uh, that are in uh, in the scene of the independent scene in Jersey, in New York, in PA, up and down the coast, across the scene. Like people were flying out just for their chance to wrestle the crusade and just for their chance to be on beyond wrestling. Uh, So, again, magic. I'll never forget it. Uh, You know, I'll never forget those times and they have made me better because they made me stronger because I've only grown from them. I use those moments to continuously improve, to learn and to cultivate as a performer. Uh, and a lot of people again, they let themselves they sit they like you know, I'm good and I'm great and they they kind of level off. They don't feel like they there's you anything become
0: stagnant good. almost. Yeah,
1: there's like a that. stagnancy and greatness cannot stagnate. Greatness cannot sit there and there's a lot of people, that's what the that's what the pandemic opened up. And I love, I, I don't want to say I love the pandemic because that sounds absolutely barbaric. Yeah. But I love the pandemic because what it did was it exposed a lot of people who were flatlining, who were just going and coasting and riding the wave and getting their bookings because they had their friends. And then once things went poof, and once commissions started doing what they were doing and once you needed a license for this and to pay money for that and those wrestlers weren't on those shows meanwhile Darius Carter is going out of the state because that's all you had to leave the state because there was no wrestling yeah. <laughs> there wasn't any wrestling in Connecticut and Jersey and it, so we were we were going wherever we were filming matches there were rings you know all over the place wherever I was going wherever I could that's where the uh Paris's bumping happened the first yep. Paris is bumping, we, we That was in a bar in Virginia. So, those are the. but these are the things, the sacrifices you have to make to keep wrestling alive, to keep people invested. And that trended worldwide. So, it's like, you got to trade off. You, ha, how inventive are you? Are you uh, sticking with the game or are you just waiting for a door to open? Are you the one that's looking for a door? Yep. You, you put me in a room, I'm looking for a way. out. I'm not waiting for someone to kick the door down for me or to come save me. again, it
0: shows that adaptability of you and how you are as not only a a talent, but again, that workhorse of the business and wanting to make it, hey, if we can't do it this way, then let's find that other option instead of waiting for it to just hit you in the face almost.
1: There's always a way. There's always a way. You keep searching. There's always a way. You find it. You create it. You make it. You capitalize There is a way. I know because I'm proof of it. I'm proof of being the man that finds a way when the heat is on him and when the people want to throw his chips down and people want him out of the game. People wanted me out of the game a long time ago. But I'm here on top of it. And and you don't want to say my name. You don't want to to bring me up in the list of greats. You don't want to bring me up uh, in the list of best performers in the game today overall. But guess what? I am. Guess what? I am. Because I earned it. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which is a magazine that I would read, going to Barnes & Noble. Borders, before Barnes & Noble. (laughs) I was in Borders. Okay? Reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I was reading this magazine. The most prestigious wrestling magazine. So when they say that I am Mr. 149, I'm Mr. 149.
0: Again, the proof is right there. So let's let's continue on here because again, we we talked about championships here. Let's talk about a recent defense this past weekend almost here, where you had to defend that Warriors of Wrestling heavyweight championship here against one half the current Warriors of Wrestling tag team champions. So talk to us about this on now, which I believe is your your fourth reign as Warriors of Wrestling heavyweight champion.
1: That's correct. More reigns than any individual wrestler uh in warriors of wrestling uh and this is again this is my fourth reign this was my fifth defense of the fourth reign and 20th overall so i actually have the record for most successful heavyweight title defenses in the company's 15 years so this is what it's about. It's about making history. I don't want to just wrestle for your company. I want to make history. I want to be on your wall. I want to be that person that you're comparing yourself to. Like when you were a kid and you, you know, these kids that had the ruler, and they would check their height and you would mark the pencil off. I'm at the top and you're like, how do I get there? And I, I love proving that I deserve to be at the top. I love constantly defending that position. I love getting there. I love being there. I love defending it. A lot of people they don't they don't love it. They say they love it, they don't. Uh, for me, I, I I thrive on it. It brings me life. Uh, to see the young talent step up and want to face Darius Carter. To see uh, veterans that I maybe I haven't wrestled before, maybe I wrestled them years ago, and they want to wrestle me again. That's that's a thrill. That's an honor because they they see what I see ultimately uh, in terms of professional wrestling, and that's what this is all about. And that's what's going to make the, the business grow more than anything else, more than politics, more than 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 just money and and decisions for the sake of decisions and putting your buddies up and doing no. this and that. When you respect the craft, I keep I'm coming back to it, but and that's not no. to put you over, but it is what it is. When you respect this this business, it it, it shows. Yeah, no. you don't have to say it to people. It just exudes, and then you have a better product. And now people are watching. And now people are paying. Come
0: on. It's, not it's, hard. it's right there. And here we go. Talking about the other young talent wanting to face you here. Daniel Alexander in the chat saying, I've been said you're the go, and that's why I must face you to learn next level. Here you go. Yeah,
1: I, I see and I see Daniel moving on up. I see him making his moves. Uh, you know, recently wrestling Vinny Pacifico. Yeah. I, I like that. I like to see him on shows. I like to see to see him. Uh, uh, Doing his thing in the ring Because he is there He's his helping out He does raise his hand And he does take action And that's that's, again That's a good respectable uh, uh, Up and coming man I love to see it I love to see that Uh, And and will we square off? I'm sure we will I'm sure he's going to earn it That's what it is You know you earn, earn this time If you want this time Earn it Because I had to earn it Everything that I get to this day I have to earn Nothing given. Nothing given. Nobody's opening doors for Darius Carter. They're scared to open a door for me. Because they're like, he's gonna take over the room. Yeah. He's gonna. ah, He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna take over the room. They don't want me there. They want me. But they don't want me with you know interfering with their buddies and this and that. Listen, my time will come. Okay. My time will come because what it's gonna take is it's gonna take somebody that loves the craft as much as I do that sees the business like that and that is willing to utilize me and to give me that opportunity that is willing to give me that chance. All I need is that one opportunity. I'm not asking, I don't need a a, a push me up. I don't need a, let me hold your hand. I don't want to hold your hand. All I need is that space and that opportunity. And when that does come, I'm gonna do my part, and 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 that's gonna be the end of it and the beginning of it.
0: If you no. get what I'm saying? No, um, definitely. That's that's just a start right there.
1: That's uh, it. I look forward to it, but I'm patient. You know what I mean? I've been at this a long time, and I love what I do. I love doing what I do. I love matches like that with Mike D'Antelo, who's one half of the tag team champions, Warriors of Wrestling. Young, up and coming talent. We're talking about a year in the game, if that, and we're talking. You know what I mean? And, and, but he's there at the school. He's there training. He, he He's in good condition, very good condition. And, and he went out there, and he had the match that he needed to have. And that made him better. That made him smarter. And that's that's good. That's a, that's a win for everybody. He had to lose, of course. I hit that royal suite, put his face into the dirt. You know what I mean? Had to make myself a, a, a vanilla cookie. You know, put that boy down. Royal sweep. Yeah, hurt oh, him, hurt the kid. and that's okay because we all need pain to grow. You need to suffer so that you can understand what it's like to persevere, and yeah. that's what that was.
0: And hey, again, it's you teaching was, him a little was, bit of a of a lesson there. That's all. Which I was going to ask with with War Is Wrestling, you have been 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 sharing that knowledge. You have been doing the 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 coaching as well at War of Wrestling. So how has that been for you? getting yeah, to pass down knowledge to that future generation of competitors.
1: That's yeah, the best. It's the best. I, I was always the person. I always liked, you know, just talking to veterans, um, you know, the, the, the person in the corner, you know, <laughs> the vet in the corner, or whatever, you know, um, even if it wasn't just, Hey, can you watch my match? Or let me just talk to you. Let me just ask a question, something like that. Um, just to be known, you know, cause I'm one of those people that always likes to, Say hello to everybody and know who's in the locker room. I like to know everybody that's in there and who I'm who I'm uh, in this show with. So uh, it, it's very important uh, to be acquainted. And I think that it's nice to see young talent actually wanting, t- you know, to learn. Yeah. It's nice to see uh, uh, the crop, uh, this crop, because there's a there's a really nice crop of talent right now um you know that maybe it it wasn't the same crop as as before the pandemic you know i feel like this again this pandemic helped salvage wrestling in so many ways because a lot of other opportunities came up for people new wrestlers started training other wrestlers maybe got back into it what have you because a lot of this current crop is uh respectable commendable they're talented they're hungry and they are asking the right questions and they come up to me and it's 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 amazing to be that person because you know i saw myself being that person because i always knew that i would i just have a teacher mentality personality it's just how mm-hmm. i i've always had uh, educators personality um you know went to college for this went to college for uh, business administration and also psychology so working with people has always been my thing and you know it's it's uh, it's nice to Uh, be able to give back because people remember and people. And just the other day, someone came over to me and was like, I remember the conversation that you had with someone else. (laughs) It it wasn't even with me, but I learned from that convo and applied it in the match that I just had. And I'm like, okay, like that's, that's, you know, you never forget that type of stuff. I know some people may, you know, uh, oh, you know, of course. And kind of take it, but like, for me, it's like that to, to see that people are learning or see that I'm having an effect on people. That's what this is all about. You know, we are all this business above all else is about creating lasting memories, you know, with with fans, with wrestlers, with everybody that you possibly can have. If I can create a special memory with every single wrestler or every single, you know, competitor on on the on earth, then I'm the best wrestler on earth. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my part uh, to, to to get this thing ahead man, and to take the business with me. Because this is the greatest business on earth, and and to see it bastardized by some people and to see it belittled and and to see the lack of opportunities for some and the enhancement of opportunities for others, it's it's time we we nip that fully in the bud. We started to do it. It's time that it gets done, and it's time that you have a real leader that you can look to, someone that can champion this, that can shepherd you into the future, someone that can guide you. That man is the all-father. Wrestling's Richest Prize, Mr. Darius Carter. He is I and I am him. And that's all there is to it.
0: Perfect way to go there. And let's let's continue this here. And again, this is the reason I wanted to have this conversation with you because I knew the mentality you have and all this, it just it fits perfectly for, for a podcast like this. But now let's get into a match that I know people want to hear you talking about because it's a match I wanted to see. And it's funny because I was doing these, these uh fantasy matches, if you will. And there's always a guy, it has to be any card I do, it's you on there and it's Gangon on there. And there was one match that I wanted to put you in. I was like, I need to see him versus Jorge Santi. I was like, this is (laughs) just for a a Matt Classic. And I think it was two days later, this was announced. Mm -hmm. That it's officially happening. Thanks to our good friends at Battle Club Pro. They are now putting together Annie Up. It will be this Friday. You versus the Inner City King, the match being sponsored by our good friends at the Knucklehead Network there. So your thoughts on this one? Because Jorge had a lot to say. He put out this promo, and he's almost saying, like, if it wasn't for him stepping away, there would be no Darius Carter.
1: Yeah, and that's Jorge talking, right? And, And first off, I'm glad that he's talking because he's not known for that. He's not known to cut promos. So it's nice that he is so impassioned uh, with this match to see that he is so, you know, it's so vitriolic the fire inside of him. Uh, you know, he's beating up, you know, K Mac, which is great. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. You know, if I go down there and start slapping around Jordy Lee, do, you know, while I'm cutting a promo, does that make me tough? Uh, but no, I, Jorge's, Jorge's listen, Jorge's I have respect for Jorge. I really do. And there's not a, an abundance of professional wrestlers that I truly uh, respect. To that level, he loves the mat, he loves professional wrestling, he's a grinder, he's a getter. But Santee has his level, and I have mine. You know, Santee is a professional wrestler of of one of the highest magnitudes, but he's also going to be in a coaching role, he's a great teacher, he's also good behind the scenes. You know what I mean? You roll around with him maybe before the show, that's great, but Santee doesn't have that superstar touch. He doesn't have that element that I have. He doesn't represent the things that I represent. He can't handle it. His back, as as big as it is, and he's a muscular guy, it's not about muscles. It's not about physical strength, my friend. It's about mental toughness and acuity, and there's nobody that matches it with Darius Carter. So this is what's going to happen. He's going to get broken down. He's going to get defeated. And and make no mistake about it. This is going to be a clinic, okay? This is going to be technical warfare. I'm not saying that this is going to be a cakewalk. I'm not saying that he's going to be beaten easily. Uh, However, the result has already been written. He knows what it's going to be. He knows what has to be done because his mission statement, being the king of the inner city, that's cute. You can do that locally, but you can't beat Darius Carter locally. Darius Carter is a global sensation. Darius Carter is a movement. Darius Carter is all over everywhere at once. I'm going to overwhelm Jorge Santee. And I heard him say, you know, something about, oh, leave the ladies alone. And I know that he's not just talking about the girls. He's talking about some of these guys too, you know, and he's kind of ribbing at them. I get what he's, I understand the double play there. Um, But there have been some women that i faced that are much tougher than a lot of men that i faced. So we can't even go down that road. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Let's hope that Jorge uh, can take it uh, as well as I've seen him give it. Uh, And you can't say I hope Darius can take it because I've taken some ridiculous amounts of punishment that goes understated. I have uh, weathered storms that other people broke down into pieces and crumbled in. I watched them crumble. So Jorge is going to have to deliver something to me that he's never delivered because I've seen him. I've watched him. He's going to have to bring a Jorge Santee that he himself is unfamiliar with to beat Darius Carter. That's how terrifying of a challenge I am to him. And he can sit here and talk about all these other things. Oh, if I stepped away, Pete Dunn. He's using that to psych himself up because he knows that this is the biggest match of his career, not mine, of his career and he knows that I will go as far as I need to go to prove a point and make a statement, especially with Black WrestleFest 2 right around the corner and with me this close to being Pan-African World Diaspora Champion. Come on, man. It can't be you, Santi, because it's already declared that it's me. It can't be you. Can't be you. Impossible.
0: How could it be? Well, then, and I know santi Santi's going to be listening to that, but I also have to ask, because you're you, talking about the the bouts you've been in, especially at Battle Club, you just uh, fresh off that match with Steve Benya. And we know because of Joaquin finally confirming in the future, we will finally see you get that franchise championship match that you've been rightfully earned for a while now. But that Ma- course, McIntosh clause nice. that I still don't understand how that was a thing. Oh. <clears throat> I, I, I still don't get how... A guy that hasn't wrestled in a while is involved in all this, but I, I digress. It's
1: keep away, it's keep away. Scared to have me as their champion. But you can't keep me away, Raymond. I can't be kept away. I am the master key. I am the inevitable. I am the all-father. They don't understand when I say it. They think it's a catchphrase, they think it's a name, a nickname, an alias. No, it is not. If you know me, I'm the All-Father. I don't know what else to tell you. If you don't realize that, okay. Underestimate me, undermine me, okay. My accolades, you're just going to blow blow past all I've done, everything I've accrued over these years, that's what people want to do? Okay. I love it. I love it. I eat it up.
0: Well, that again, I know that's, that's what Jorge Sandy's going to be studying, getting ready for this Friday, but now – Let's 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 keep going here because I have a question because I feel like there's almost again with like you're saying, they don't want to give you that opportunity because maybe they are a little bit afraid of you taking over, and maybe they're afraid of taking over a kingdom. Because let's talk about this. Because you, you've had this issue now with pro wrestling magic. It seems like they're forgetting you were holding their their championships for a record amount of time here. And it's now just they they don't want to mention Darius Carter here. So talk to us a little about that because they're going into their anniversary event and there's no, no mention of Darius Carter.
1: Yeah, it's funny how that works, right? It's funny how I was main eventing their anniversary show last year. Seventh anniversary show, Carousel of Progress. I was champion for nine months. I won it in January, used the keys to the kingdom, cashed in, pinned Erica Lee with the Royal Sweep with Billy Dixon in attendance. And I went on to have one of, if not the most memorable championship reigns of all time. Had the first ever empty arena match against Sebastian Cage, which was airing on IWTV at the same time I was winning the Super 8. This is, I mean, I, it's like I, I couldn't say it enough. This is a fact. Both were streaming simultaneously. You could have gone onto IWTV, and when you went to on air, you had two choices. And guess what? I was in both of them. The main event of both of them. Nobody else did an empty arena match in Pro Wrestling Magic. I did it with Sebastian Cage. Won the Super Eight. Same night. Bring that back. To Pro Wrestling, I beat Vinny Pacifico, who won the Chad Adams Memorial Rumble. From the number one position, mind you. I beat Vinny Pacifico, and I beat Dan Moff again and again. I had some of the best matches in Pro Wrestling Magic history. So then Smiley gets his power, and Smiley is manipulating and trying to play this game of chess with me, but he's also making sure I'm not in the room to play chess with him. And now I'm off the anniversary show. I'm not even on the show. After all the things I've done. After that main event I just had against Steve Pena and and, and Dan Moff. That main event match right there. People still talking about it. And I'm not on the next show. How do I go from not being on the show to the main event to not being on the show again? How's that happen? Nonsense. Tomfoolery missing money and smiley and smiley (laughs) look what he's doing he's got a match against steve off
0: come on i'm not mistaken he has two matches on the show as well so it's like not a spot for dc at all meanwhile if i'm not mistaken you helped him and he keeps you you helped him get to this position of power as well you were one of the guys that that, yeah it's a little it's a little i didn't help him I, I delivered it exactly. to him. I won
1: him the company and I and I gave him the key. And all he had to do was abide by his law. What we shook hands on of me getting my championship match. That's all he had to do. But he's been delaying me, he's been stalling me. I don't know what his vendetta is with me. Again, maybe it's because I was such a great champion, and when he was champion, which nobody remembers. And the reason why people don't remember it is because it happened during the pandemic. He had the pandemic run. He won it in December of nineteen. And the only thing that he really did as champion was losing Monster to Meadowlands, Lou Bruno. That's what Smiley did with the title. So maybe it hurts him deep inside to see me do all these things with the championship he can never do. Maybe it bothers him that I won, which is something he doesn't do much, by the way. Uh, I won the main event match that I won that, that, that match for us. I won that five on five elimination. I took care of Shane Fair in one month and he, it took him how many months to try and do this? How long was he bickering with Shane Fair to no end? No resolution, 50% control, half and half. I come in and immediately change the game, give the power to Smiley. Like that, came in, I did it. And what do I get in return? Number five? Entrant number five in the Chad Adams Memorial Rumble? Then off the next show? Then I have to fight to earn the title match that I do, and then I'm off the next show? Huh.
0: Huh. Doesn't make any sense. It it definitely does not, and I feel like, again, this is this isn't the last we'll see of Darius Carden Pro Wrestling Magic, and I hope Somali is definitely listening because there's there's a target right on him right there, but Unfortunately, with that, let's let's now go to a match that is confirmed that we're happening in less than a week away here. It will be Ad Invictus in the bloom here with Edith Surreal, once again with Darius Carter. So talk to us about this here as you'll be going head-to-head with Edith here.
1: And I look forward to this greatly. Uh, some are saying that I'm picking a fight with Edith, and maybe I am. Maybe I am. Uh, because I've shared a lot of locker rooms with Edith. And here's the thing. Our first ever match, which was at Many Saints, which was the last day of the year, <laughs> December 31st, baby. Had our first ever match. What did I do? What did I do, Raymond? You tell me what I did.
0: I, I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get kicked off the air. I here. beat. Yeah.
1: I beat Edith Surreal. I beat it, Edith Surreal. On that, that, that would be the period, nice
0: way to
1: put it. <laughs> that's all. No, it's the real way to put it. The yeah. results say Darius Carter, deaf, period, Edith Surreal. All right? I beat her. I yeah. beat her.
0: Yeah.
1: I beat her. I beat Edith Surreal. And I'm the first person at Invictus to do it. And Edith was women's champion at the time. Yeah. Now, let's take note that's the second champion I've beaten in Invictus because the first champion I beat was Alex Kane, who was MLW middleweight champion at the time. So now I'm standing here with a 5-0 win-loss record, and I did that by beating Edith. I actually extended my undefeated streak by ending her undefeated streak. And then I went on to cost her the women's championship, and people are saying why. And my whole thing is this, right? I've shared these locker rooms with Edith. Edith is tremendously talented. We all know this. Edith's future has no ceiling. We know this. But my issue with Edith is that I feel and I know that Edith has been mollycoddled. Edith has had her hand held. Edith has been shown the doors to success. She has. She has. Every opportunity Edith is handed is given. She's very talented. Not saying she doesn't deserve them, but she's handed so many opportunities. Time and time again, given the big matches, given the moments. I am that person that is going to bring her back to reality and remind her of the grind, of the real struggle. Because Edith isn't just going to float her way to the top at Invictus. Not when I'm there. Not when I have to have an undefeated streak to be the number one guy there. I'm 5-0. and oh. I need to be the most talked about person at Invictus. And there's a lot of competition there. I see Jay Bougie doing his thing beating on the promoter or putting his arm in, you know, he's got the promoting headlock basically, you know, if not physically and a metaphorical headlock, yeah. all the respect to Jay Bougie. Okay. Then you have, you have Ken Broadway, who's the grand champion won that four-way match without pinning me. I'm unpinned, unsubmitted. I'm undefeated. He beat TJ Crawford, didn't beat Darius Carter. I'm the one person that is unpinned, unsubmitted. As a matter of fact, I actually beat Ken Broadway before Ken Broadway became grand champion. That's another place. Where is my title rematch? We haven't seen it. But here's an, here's Edith on every show. You don't see a problem?
0: So, so I would ask why not, again, you're seeing the manner Jay Bougie does it, why not? Ask Alex for this matchup and not just ask. Wanna, wanna create this, this scenario here with Edith. Ask. Listen, it's and it's
1: not just about it's not just about spite. Let's not just no. think it's just about Edith uh and, and opportunities and positions on the card. No. It's it's deeper than that. That's just a layer to it. Another layer is getting that ruthlessness out of Edith. Because if Edith wants to be a top star in this business, if Edith is going to get those positions, if Edith is going to be champion, then Edith needs to compete at a certain level that I'm not seeing Edith compete at. And I'm talking about viciousness. I'm talking about ruthlessness. I'm talking about having to dig inside of yourself. I'm not talking about just submission holds and technical ability. I have that in spades. And I use that to beat Edith the first time. I'm talking about that deep flame inside. That will you pick yourself up when your face is in the mud. I want to see that from Edith, especially when Edith is getting all of this prominence and all of the feature presentations. That Edith is getting. Again, I'm not saying Edith doesn't deserve it. But there's an element to Edith that we haven't seen. And I am going to awaken that. I am going to see how real it is. Because if Edith doesn't have it, if Edith can't bring it to the light, then guess what happens? And that's a great spot on the roster to occupy. That's a great position to absorb. No more Edith. Not saying I want no more Edith. I like playing with Edith. I enjoy, I enjoy these games with her. I like playing chess with her. But at some point, someone has to push Edith.
0: Yeah.
1: No one's pushed her the way that I have. Someone has to push her. Who's going to do it? You tell me who's pushed Edith. Tell me. In her career, who has really taken Edith, grabbed her by the neck and said, here's the next level?
0: Who's done it? I can't say anyone's has even gotten close to it, especially again in this in this mental game here that you that you that you like to play. So, again, I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens at Invictus between you two. But well, when we talk about these these games that you play, and we talk about again what you do in that ring, it leads to again these championship runs. It leads to setting records, holding the Catalyst Heavyweight Championship for a, rec- a record of 485 days. And it leads us now to the next Catalyst Wrestling event, A Brave New World on May 21st, which I know you'd rather me show this poster here. There let me, it is. Let me correct, let me there correct it that. it is. Just so we, we, we remain, uh Jerry is happy here. So, Brave That's New World mean. here. So let's, let's talk about this because unfortunately you did lose that championship to O'Shea Edwards, a man who was, was, was by your side for the longest of that championship reign, a part of the Carter group here. So now let's, let's chat about this.
1: Well, let's talk about that match being the finest match of O'Shea's catalyst catalog. No doubt about it. Uh, I broke down O'Shea like no one else could. I tore that knee apart to shreds because I know his weaknesses. I knew him better than he knew himself. The match got a little chaotic with interference that I did not uh, ask for. Uh, Some will say that I did, but I didn't. (laughs) Some will say that an agreement was struck. But uh, there was a lot going on. And O'Shea capitalized on an opportunity, which is what I basically seasoned him up for. I basically prepared him for this opportunity. It's almost like a, like an apprentice, you know, that uh, it took over the master's position. Uh, <laughs> O'Shea needs a lot more than I do. Uh, I beat Alex Shelley. <laughs> I beat J.D. Drake. Yes, I beat J.D. Drake. I beat. Josh the Goods Woods, while he was still Ring of Honor Pure Champion. My record, the people I've beaten, the venues that I took that title to, to Chilo's, outdoor venue, taking that to the Bell House, taking that to the Muse. These are superstar locations. These are places where some of the most famous talent in the world have performed, whether it's comedy, whether it's musical. And I was there as champion, retaining every step of the way. Can O'Shea handle that pressure? Because being a champion isn't about being a champ for a day. It's not about winning a match. It's about winning every match. It's about being there every month. It's about doing every promo, every advertisement uh, piece that is needed. Every marketing meeting that needs to be attended. Does he have it in him? Does he care enough about Catalyst Wrestling to be there every show? The answer is no. Because he hasn't been there every show. Part of the problem we had with the Carter Group is O'Shea not always being there when I needed him to be there or when I wanted him to be there. Ron was there. So when I try to control O'Shea's fate, I'm the bad guy, even though O'Shea signed a contract I presented to him to work with the Carter group to begin with. Because he's not a he's not a catalyst wrestling performer. He was a performer under me, under my doctrine. That's obviously severed. And then, of course, Catalyst picked him up because he's the champion. So there's that. So go ahead. But when you don't have the Carter group holding you up, when you don't have Darius Carter talking for you, when you don't have Darius Carter holding you in the main event position, let's see how well you do here. I'm not saying O'Shea isn't great. He is absolutely great, or else he wouldn't have even touched or sniffed the Carter group. Absolutely great. But does he have that greatness on a consistent level? Does he have that greatness on a championship? I need you now level.
0: Well, then hopefully he does, because if not, we might see a new champion in Shane Taylor on the 21st. But now with that being said, where where does this leave Darius Carter here? I know you're going to be watching that match like like a hawk on the 21st, but I'm hearing some, some rumblings here of a possible major opponent coming your way on the 21st. I can't give too much details. But that is coming. I believe in, in the week, but uh, what what can we expect here from Darius Carter on the 21st?
1: So that's what I would expect. I would expect nothing less than world-class talent. See, losing the championship, the physical title doesn't make me any less of a champion. That doesn't mean that I'm pushed down the card or I'm no longer the main event guy because all I did was prove that I'm that guy. See, Catalyst Wrestling knows something that pro wrestling magic does not. And it's that your top talent will always be your top talent when you take care of your top talent. So, so what's going on here is me doing business My way. I don't need Smiley or someone else trying to interfere or or mess around with my career. I'm taking it in my own hands. The Carter group, myself and Ron Starr. We will follow my lead and my lead will bring me to the place that I need to be, which is a place that's above the championship. It's about every time you see Catalyst Wrestling, Darius Carter doesn't matter who your champion is. It's like The Undertaker with WWF, with Hulk Hogan with WWF, with Sandman or Tommy Dreamer or Taz with ECW, with Lex Luger or whatever, Goldberg with WCW. Every time you see the word catalyst, whenever you see catalyst wrestling, you see Darius Carter. That's bigger than the championship. Oh, who's their champ? Uh, Darius Carter's there. That's what O'Shea has to dodge. He has to dodge being second guy, even though he has the title. Because the title doesn't make you number one. You make the title number one. People think, listen, it's supposed to make you number one on paper. But it's all about who's champion, baby. If the champion isn't number one, then the title isn't number one. And I am number one. I don't need a title to be the guy. I am the guy. You get the difference? That's why I have a major opponent. That's why they announced O'Shea's first, and they're still holding out on your Darius Carter match because they want them ticket sales fluffed up just a bit so that when they talk about Darius Carter, come on. You're welcome, O'Shea. You think you won? You lost the Carter group. You lost your meal ticket. You're double champ, but that means you got to work twice. You don't want to do that. Come on. Come on.
0: There you you go. And look at that. We got KJ Mack as well saying greatest unsigned talent, in my opinion. Top man, too. There you go.
1: There it is, K-Mac. And listen, sorry that you had to take that beating from uh, Jorge Santi, (laughs) who's I don't know why he's beating on you to send a message to me. I don't know what that's about. Uh, It didn't do anything for him. I already know how good he is and how skilled he is. He doesn't need to Hulk smash and beat on a pedestrian. I don't need that. Come on, man. This guy, Jorge Santi, man, you know me better than that, Jorge. You're getting stretched, my friend. And then whatever I do to you, you can go and teach your class. How's that? So when I beat down on you and I twist your ligaments and I twist your joints and your appendages in a way that they've never been twisted before, even in training sessions, you go ahead and show that to them and say Darius taught you, the Grandmaster.
0: There you go. KJ said they missed the parts where I had his number. Oh, there you go. So KJ got a few and they just didn't want
1: yeah, to did. show. I bet he did. I don't know about that, KJ. But listen, <laughs> listen. Jorge, oh, nobody's listen, nobody's done to Jorge what I'm gonna do to Jorge. Let's put it that way. Same thing with Steve Pena. I'm the reason Steve got that match with Simon Gotch. You see what, you see what Steve did there with me? Oh, okay, okay, we can give him Simon Gotch. I'm the elevator. You press a button, what floor you want to go on? I take you there. The elevator, I'm the one most reliable elevator in the building. And I take you wherever you want. Come on, come on.
0: All right, again, that's that's. It, it shows the records show it there, and it, the proof is there. But one more show I want to talk to you about, and this one definitely a very special one with Bree Combination Wrestling as they are doing this for Mama Pan, a tribute to Mama Pan here with Summer on Smash. And I want to talk to you though, because you you see the three champions front and center there. We have you right there with that. BCW heavyweight championship, the grand cha- uh, dragon champion Anthony Gangone, and then the women's champion there, Vicious Vicky. But I have to ask you about that BCW heavyweight championship because it it, it feels like that was a very controversial, just title exchange almost because of the lack of their champion for a while, with Marina Shafir not being there at BCW.
1: Mm, look at that. The champion that isn't there, O'Shea. Don't fall into the marina trap. <laughs> I love it.
0: So when we 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 do, we do get to this, but we do finally get to you versus Caprice Coleman now for said championship. And you're a man of your word there. You said it would happen. And now we are here at your second reign as BCW heavyweight champion.
1: Hashtag first ever two time. And the match happened abruptly, by the way. Sure, I was in my gear because I was ready for the main event. But I did not call for the match to happen at the drop of a dime like that. But that's okay. That's one of the things that we're going to address because I'm going to have oh, – I almost, I almost don't want to say it yet. But I've already – you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say yeah. it. There's going to be an address. There's going to be a meeting. And I, I, I want to have everybody there. And this is, you'll, you'll see it happen over time. I really want to give that 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 power to BCW in terms of uh, of really letting you know what's going on. But please understand that this is a new BCW. This is a different BCW. This isn't going to be the BCW that Marina reigned over from her home or from Florida, Jacksonville, or wherever she was. Uh, AW doing her tapings, beating on them little girls for two and a half minutes. That's great. Uh, but you need to come back. To the place where you won your first ever career championship. Career championship. First championship of her professional wrestling career. You need to come back and defend it. She couldn't show up. So who, who picked up the slack as he always does? Who did it? Who else could have done it? No one. His name is Darius Carter. I showed up. I beat Caprice Coleman on the spot. Main event moved up. Before an admission. Royal Sweet. I'm the champion again. 12 days up to that point of defending it in California against NBM. Come on. Defending it against a, cha- a challenger from Belgium. Who's defending their championship on the other side of the country against a competitor who didn't even live in the country? I put championships on the map. Same day, same way that when I won the BCW championship the first time in November of 2018, two weeks later, I took it to WrestleCade and defended it in the fifth match on the showcase of champions. I was the champion of champions the year of 2018. This is what I do, and this is what I'm willing to do. So when it comes down to what can Darius Carter give to your promotion? You want someone that's loyal. You want someone that's committed. You want someone that is unmatched and unparalleled in the game i am the one and the people that have me on their payroll the people that are taking care of Darius carter are very well accommodated yes so we want to talk about bcw of course i'm front and center i know we're talking about mama pan That's lovely tribute to her. May she rest in peace. But I am here in the present. I am here among you as your BCW World Heavyweight Champion. And I am going to dictate the future as it must be dictated. And you'll thank me by the end of it. Just like you're thanking me now from taking it from Marina. Because I did everybody a favor. Everybody a favor. And I don't want any bandwagon jumping. Anybody talking about, oh, oh, thank you. Oh, don't say thank you yet. Don't thank me yet mm. got more to come the table is still being set mm.
0: <laughs> there you have it but i i do have to ask this and i know this might be this, this might be where you might uh you might not be happy with me with this comment darius but i do have to talk about because you're talking about who had to pick up the slack when marina wasn't there and again this is why i address who else is front and center with you? And that is, again, we talk about the crusade, Anthony Gangone, who mm-hmm. even when I had the governor on, when I talked about who might right. be rightfully in contention for that said championship, and I have to ask you, as as champion, you not feel maybe that that should be a match that should happen in BCW, Anthony Gangone versus Darius Carter for that BCW heavyweight championship, especially if I'm not mistaken Oh, Anthony Gangone yeah. defeated you in the tournament uh, to become the inaugural Grand Dragon champion. Again, I apologize for for just again just stating the the record here. My apologies again.
1: Do you remember how that match ended? I I, I do. Was I pinned?
0: That is that is not how it went down. No. Did
1: I tap out? Did I tap out? No. Okay. Was I counted out? Nope. Was I disqualified? Nope. Okay. Now listen, listen. Gangon stood over me. Gangon had Prince Nana. Grand- Gangon got the Grand Dragon Championship. That's that's great, and that's what he should be doing. That's his place. So it works out. You understand? I never wanted to be in that tournament. That championship was not my concern. I was put in that tournament as an advertising favor because they wanted that title promoted. Let's be real. They wanted somebody to talk about it. And they knew that if they put Darius Carter in the tournament, that people will talk about it, that I'll talk about it. Of course, I wanted it in the tournament. Sure, I wanted to win the tournament because that's what I do is I win tournaments. See the Super 8 see the C-Dow Tag Team Tournament that I won with O'Shea to help elevate him to superstardom, see the Dark Arts Tournament that I won to become Dark Arts Champion. Listen, about Pro Wrestling Magic, listen. but tournament winner, okay? Gang on, he deserves that championship. So therefore, that deserved to be his night. He can have that. That's the thing. I'm fine with that. It's the crusade, baby. I'm fine with that. But Gango knows that there's the level to this is always the same. Doesn't matter. Don't want to hurt his feelings. It is what it is. You can you can be here. You can be at House of Glory. (laughs) You can be five bro wrestling. You can be. uh, uh, It doesn't matter. I am always the one. I am always the guy. I am the BCW champion while he is the Grand Dragon champion. And I say that with the utmost respect, but it is what it is. Gangon has his role to play, and I have mine. He's the filter, and I'm the one at the top. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Him and Nana have a great place to occupy. That's fine. And if he wants to step up, and and if he thinks that he's more than the Grand Dragon champion... If he thinks that that's not enough, if he wants to get greedy and he wants to put more food on his plate that he's not yet ready to digest, go ahead. Gluttony is one of the biggest sins. That's all I'm saying. He should be happy. He has Nana. He has the Grand Dragon Championship. He can say he won that tournament. He can say that he stood over Darius Carter, which is something he doesn't get to do very often, if at all. So good for him. But when it counts, Darius Carter is the guy. Where it counts most, where the checks are deposited, Darius Carter's there.
0: Well then, uh, again, this is one where I, I hope Anthony Gangone is listening, just to see uh, his reactions to, the, to these comments here, I and love maybe that we'll, we'll see if he if, his, uh, I if love he that, agrees man. here.
1: I love that man. It's not. A, it doesn't matter.
0: No, Raymond. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm continuing with the conversation.
1: Who cares if he agrees? It's the fact. I love him. I love him. But Anthony Gangone does not equal Darius Carter. In no universe, and space and time, can Gangone claim to be the man that I am. And that's, he's one of the best in the game. So that's no knock on him. He's better than most. But Darius Carter, come on, he's above the ceiling. He's on. What are you doing? Can we even say I'm? Uh, this is my prime. This isn't a prime. This is. What is my prime? Come on,
0: come on, Anthony. I, 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 I'll agree with you there. That I know if you if you still have hit that prime level. So let's let's get to that then. We've talked about the opponents you've had, the opponents that are coming up, all that. But who does Darius Carter want to face now? What's what's left? to achieve here for Darius Carter?
1: Listen, I want every championship I can have. I want everything I can get. New Texas Pro, I want that championship from Brian Keith because I beat that man in his Northeast debut. And I've heard crickets in terms of a rematch, even though people have been clamoring for it, people want it, in terms of a promoter sense, I have not heard anyone booking this thing, even though people still ask me about that match. People still talk to me about that match. They see me and Brian Keith in the same locker room. they wonder when we're going to wrestle again. But, again, people are scared. I come into the room. I naturally uh, uh, take it over. I become the guy, and they don't want me to be the guy, and it rubs people. But, listen, I'm here to elevate the business. My mission is clear. And if you want a better business and I want a better business, then maybe we're not enemies after all. That's all I'm saying. So when it comes down to who does Darius Carter want to wrestle, it's – I mean, get me Cara Noir, all right? Bring Bring him over here if we want to talk about dream matches. But I'm not a big dream match guy other than that. Bring me the best. I will show why I am the, the best and keep on rolling. Just bring me great opponents. Give me prominent stars. Give me people that are maybe on TV or or or. And we're not saying that everyone that's on TV is great. But bring me, uh, <laughs> uh, bring me uh, 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 an esteemed television talent. Bring me someone who's been around in the game on killing it on the indies for a long time. Give me, you know, give me the Ar Foxes. You know, give me the Tony Deppens. Give me the uh, Billy Starks of the world. Give me these people. The ones you're talking about, Speedball, Mike Bailey. The ones that you're talking about, put them in there with Darius Carter because they've never wrestled me. Not once.
0: What's going on? Hey, there's one match even, again, Friday, they're they're putting in there with Santi as well, which a match I wanted to see. But I kind of do want to see what would happen if you get in there with Simon Gotch.
1: Simon Gotch is another one. He came a long way from Vaudevillian, although I love the Vaudevillians, probably more than he did. But listen, grappling contests, and he—I listen—I've come across this man, and he is a different type of cat. He's a different dude. He's—he's he's very uh, unique, to say the least. And I can tell that his attention to detail is quite finite. However, he hasn't wrestled Darius Carter, and he's definitely going to be taken off guard especially if he hasn't studied me. And I I know that he's seen some of my stuff, but I don't know if he's studied it. And I am very easy to uh, throw you off of your game. I am very privy to throwing people off of their game because they have preconceived notions of who I am and how I go about my business. And then when I get them in a particular hold or maneuver, they're shocked, which is uh, the result of ignorance. Okay, so let's hope that Simon Gotch wouldn't be ignorant if we ever had a one on one match. And we will because we're crossing paths. We both have a similar style. It's bound to happen. Maybe when I'm franchise champion, Simon will uh, get one of those uh, handout matches for being a former TV talent. And we'll see. How good he is. How's that?
0: Hey, again, it's not something where again, it's unfamiliar territory for you because you're facing talent. That has been on TV before. Hey, you face you face talent that are now on television. Look at a WrestleMania match not too long ago. You faced the opener, current United States Champion Austin Theory, not too long ago, where you defeated Austin Theory as well. So hey, it uh, it, it just shows what Darius Carter does.
1: Wasn't that long ago, baby? Only a few years ago. <laughs> Come on, pay attention, pay attention, like Raymond, kids. Because I'm telling you, I'll sneak up on you, and then you'll see Darius Carter somewhere, and you'll be like, where'd he come from? And boy, do I have a story for you <laughs> when you ask that question.
0: All well, that, uh, Darius, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Thank you so much for joining us here. But I have one final question I have to ask now, and that is for the All-Father, for Wrestling's Richest Prize, Mr. Darius Carter himself, what is the end goal?
1: Ah, uh, see? I love it. I love it. What is the end game? For Darius Carter, there is no end game because the end game, here's what it is. Do I want to be a part of the biggest professional wrestling company in the world as the biggest professional wrestling star in the world? Yes, absolutely. That is my goal. That is my aspiration. However long it takes to get there, whenever the time aligns, so be it. Then once you get there, And you compete on the grandest stage. Is that enough? No, because then you want to be the best that ever did it. So you have to keep competing on that stage. So how can I see an endgame in sight at this point? Because when you want to be the greatest in this business, you have so many hurdles of various heights to overcome. How do you engrave your name in history? That's why I'm doing it on the indies. Because I want to be remembered on the indies so that when I make it to that next point, you can say companies were built off of me. We can say, wow, our company was built up on that guy that's right there on TV. He, that man right there, broke our records. Warriors of Wrestling, most successful defenses in company history. I'm setting the record every single month. I'm at 20 right now. Next month is 21, 22. I will create the record. And then Joey B can watch when I'm on TV and be like, that was my guy. That man broke records, legitimate records. He held that title for however many times I'll need to hold it before I'm wherever I am. And he'll say, wow. that." And that's what I want every promoter that has had me on their show to say. I want everybody that is owning this company or owning their company that I'm coming in and improving and making better and being their top guy. They all are looking in unison at that TV, and they say, that's that guy. That's that guy. We knew it. That's what I want. I'm working to get it. I'm manifesting it. It's It exists in present time, and I want to do more of it. I want to go to your promotion, Paradigm Pro. i am become your guy. And again, that scares people because they have their guys already, and it's hard because you bring Darius Carter in and he takes over the room. But it is what it is, baby. You pay for it. That's what you're going to get.
0: Yeah. And here we go. We got, we got Kenny from the call-up saying, well, 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 Kenny, you get to see Darius this Friday. He'll be in the building, so definitely come down for that. But that seeing Kenny's comment, it reminds me of someone else that usually is around Battle Club as well. Before I let you go, Darius, I want to bring up one final question because it came from us from Twitter from uh, Jared Diaz asking, Why are you ducking him? Which I, 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 um, you're, you're not the booker here, so how are you ducking him? Someone just needs to book the match.
1: Jared's funny because Jared would say to me in person that he wanted the match. And then when he gets asked online who he wants to wrestle, he lists a bunch of people and I'm not one of them. So then I, I call him out on it and then he's like, oh, you two, you know, clout chaser, you want a clout match? Then go do a clout match, kid. You want a quick dollar? Go make a dollar. Go shake your rump and make a dollar.
0: And here we you know go. what I mean? We got Max Bain saying Darius Carter, the GOAT.
1: This has been a that's constant that's, tonight. Max Bain
0: knows what it is. This has been a constant tonight. The constant just GOAT comment here. So I guess the, the people aren't lying here, Darius. The people are not lying.
1: It is what it is, man. But just coming to me with nonsense like that, don't, don't, don't do not don't it. Again,
0: I, I just read it, it just to.
1: If a, Jared wants the match, earn the match, my, my friend. As the kids say today, my brother in Christ, doing an A.W. dark or an elevation or a dark elevation or elevating darkness or whatever, doing that does not mean that you are ready for Darius Carter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can be ready to have four, five, six cameras on you and still not be ready for Darius Carter. That is the power of the All-Father. You don't want me. You want a scramble match. You want a tag match. You want a mixed tag match with Sky Blue. That's what you want. You guys want to hit Code Reds at the same time and do planches at the same time. You don't want me. I'm not fun for you. I'm not fun for you, Jared. You don't want that match. So you go ahead and you stay in your lane Just like I say to Gangone, who I love. I love Gangone. I say this to Santee, who I don't love. (laughs) Santee, especially trying to talk about girls. You ain't ready. Yeah, put that poster up, Santee. You are not ready for this. And you, listen, you're going to deliver that technique, but you're not going to deliver the way that Darius delivers. And that's the game. Come on, man. Come on now. Talking this mess to me, Jared Diaz, commenting on Twitter.
0: (sighs) Uh, again, he could have. He could have shown up. He could have, if he wanted to be here. He could have asked for the link. But
1: he could have hey. posted a comment. Come on, Jared, log on and comment and tell me you want Darius Carter hey, if you hey, want hey. it that bad. Next hey. clout list he puts out. Who do I want to wrestle? I want to wrestle <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dragon Lee and <laughs> come on, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> And, come on, man. L.E. Hold fantasma Phantasma. <laughs> you don't want Darius Carter. Get out of here. oh <laughs> that
0: Darius, I thank you again for coming on here. For everyone watching, please don't forget to go make sure to follow Darius on all of his social media there. Follow him on the Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. Stay up to date with all things Mr. Darius Carter because he has a lot coming up, like we said. We got Annie up this Friday that will be taking on Jorge Santi at Invictus Pro Wrestling next week. It will be him versus Edith Surreal. Then it will be Catalyst Wrestling Brave New World. Will he be facing? Well, can't give that away yet. My apologies. Almost gave that away, but they'll have to stay tuned for that one. And then pre Combination Wrestling in June. Stay tuned for that announcement as well. And stay tuned to all things. Also, he will be a part of Black WrestleFest too. Like he said, doing it proper for the culture there and leading it to where it needs to be. Darius, thank you so much for joining us here. And everyone watching, as always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.